doing some uh, some nature research, I, uh, I, I find it a lot easier to uh, study, you know, when I look like the creatures. What are you doing here? It's like one in the morning. We just ran into some stuff that I ain't never seen before. It was of the sort of plant variety. So like he was saying, uh, the tree, I, uh, well, requested a favor of the tree. It then tried to kill us. And now we're in love. He starts purring and goes, don't make this weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. Yardy, your answer to everything is to make a scratchy post. To be fair, as someone who has also been a cat at one point, scratchy posts, mm, primo entertainment. You know, this ring's definitely going to turn my finger green. <gasps> but, um, I think now you can uh, cash checks with your ass that your mouth's been writing. He's heard that before. It's Dart, and he says, uh, I have a mission for you. We've been having a problem that some of us are going missing. You know, I'm a weird bathroom person. I don't know what this island is going to be like. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be right back. Helios looks at you and he says, bring me something you earned. Okay, I promise. Best from afar, and far from the best. But it's better than good. It's Good Better Quest. Welcome back to Good Better Quest. I am your Fungin Master, David Hallman. With me, as always, are my friends. So, previously on Dragon Ball Z, you guys went into the woods and decided to just go on a little team-building adventure. You ran into your good friend, Ruby Ann. Uh, she told you to stay away from a part of the woods, and you explicitly told her, fuck off. Direct decided that you were going to go to that side of the woods where you found a shambling mound. The shambling mound, we determined, was working for the Rista Beth, which was a giant tree in the forest of the school. You guys fed it some drug cheese and it decided, you know what, I'm going to work for myself now and ran after the Rista Beth. You guys got ahead of it and met up with a banshee who took care of the tree. You killed her. Yeah, real good. Yeah, killed her real good. And then in a moment of panic, Cash asked for help of the tree. And the tree <laughs> obliged by smushing you guys and the shambling mound, to be fair. And then it informed that Cash owes the tree a favor, giving him a ring that that bound him and all his friends to this curse from the tree. Y'all, what the fuck are you doing? Sorry, guys. You then went and asked the Druidic Studies professor questions about what the fuck just happened. She told you about the tree and how it's there for uh, alchemical ingredients and how it's just it just feeds off hate and anger. And now you're cursed. Then it was exam time. Your exam assignment for this semester is 
something that you guys were specially picked out for, which is helping our uh, our good, good awakened dog friends uh, save their awakened animal village. They're saying that other animals are going missing and they wanted your help. Before you went on the teleportation glyph to follow them, Cash went and saw his grandparents who were previously adventurers in a few moments of lucidity. They gave him some pretty solid advice and asked for a souvenir from his first big adventure. And that's where we left off. I do have a question for Cash. Yes. Or Kate. Sure. <laughs> Whoever I'm talking to. Um, is Cash in, is is Cash here right now? <laughs> Who am I speaking with? <laughs> Who am I speaking with? Are Cash's grandparents that he went and talked to his human side grandparents or his elf side grandparents? His human side. So okay. his mom is a human and those are her parents. Because I wanted to know how old an elf would have to be to like <laughs> to have, start having Alzheimer's like, and dementia. <laughs> yeah. Nope, they're plain, regular, human, human old grandparents. <laughs> old ass human grandparents. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys step onto the glyph and there is a blinding flash of light. At, at this flash, you know, you, you feel yourself instinctively kind of kind of cover your eyes, you know, or, or close them. And when you open them again and your eyes adjust to the change you know, in, in light, you see a beautiful little town made of some of the most surreal looking buildings you've ever seen. Things hung in certain ways that you would never expect. There's a tower that's just, the walls are almost made exclusively out of windows and it it's crooked and crazy and it's called the Sunbeam Inn. You see a small goods store that just says Clever Girls Goods with a, a sign that seems to be hung precariously, almost like someone doesn't actually know how to tie knots and the knots are very frayed at that. But you're you're looking around and it it's it's beautiful. It's it's damn near a utopia. And uh, there's a, a big town square with a fountain where you see actually a, uh, a couple ducks swimming around in there talking to each other in common. Oh, good. I was about to ask if they spoke to. Oh, yeah. No, and, and you see, as you look around, you see more and more animals and realize they're all speaking common to one another. Dart looks at all of you and says, well... Welcome to Awainyu. This is uh, where a lot of awakened animals go after their owners either abandon them or more often pass away. I know this is a moment of levity, but the only thing I can think of is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Yukon Cornelius, uh, landing on the island of Misfit Toys. Yes. Like, that's all I see right now is them coming with the Yeti. Well, they're they're very, they all seem very happy. This is a wonderful place for them. They've made a wonderful life. Hey, they all love the Island of Misfit Toys, too. Not to continue on this tangent, uh, Yardy is going to uh, walk forward. I think he's, Tabaxi are kind of confused by awakened animals because they are considered, like, 
an animal race. Yeah. So he always grew up speaking common and, you know, whatever other language he he happens to know. And seeing natural, quote unquote, animals starting to act with more human characteristics is just confusing to him. So I think he's just walking around and his tail is doing that that question mark. Yeah. And he's looking back at, at Cash and shrugging his shoulders a lot. Just, I think he likes this place. He's just very confused by it. Cash chimes in. You already, buddy, are you... Are you feeling okay? Listen, I know there's a lot of dogs here, and that's can be. I know how you are with the dogs. It's okay. <laughs> They've been cordial so far. Look, just go look at the ducks. That's cute. Are they talking common? Oh my gosh. <gasps> that was vulgar. Uh, maybe we don't go near the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go duck yourself. You go duck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when this would have uh, really unnerved Durak, but over the past few weeks, he's been hearing hearing animals talk, and uh, in a way that that that's more off-putting than this. Uh, and so there's there's something sort of uh, reassuring about seeing all of these like natural-looking animals speaking common, uh, because makes it a little easier to deal with the fact that he's listening and hearing other animals talk just from, you know, his, uh, his powers, his burgeoning powers. Nonetheless, um, he's not really eager to go exploring. Um, the, the architecture freaks him out way worse than yeah. the, uh, than the animals. And, uh, yeah. so he's just kind of staring straight ahead with his jaw set and he's looking very uncomfortable and he's got his hands on his hips. Siggy, immediately upon seeing all these adorable animals goes oh my god <laughs> and just suddenly that she is just gone she is gone in a, a dust trail behind her as she rides <laughs> cherry into the center of town and and you've you've lost her dart says yeah there's always one <laughs> you guys uh want to come in he he gestures just to the town square in general he, he says i'm happy to give you a tour I'm, I'm happy to stop anywhere that grabs your interest uh or i could just take you to, to my place oh dart so forward <laughs> he <laughs> he he makes eye contact with cash and then looks at durak and he says okay but for real though <laughs> <laughs> durak just kind of shrugs his shoulder. He goes, uh, well, what are we here for? Um, we've been losing a, a few town members. And as he says this, you hear a voice in the distance uh, say, Yes, yes, there's been a bit of a, a spot of trouble around here. And you look and you see approaching at a trotting pace on all fours is a hippo a hippo <laughs> with a monocle <laughs> and when he gets closer he sits down and holds out an arm to to shake hands and he says uh malcolm buford i am the mayor of oanu it's a pleasure to meet you direct 
Durak wants to fight him. I mean, he doesn't want to fight him, but he <laughs> wants to fight him, you know? Yeah. But uh, he's just going to he's he's going to just lean forward and stretch his long arm out and kind of just fist bump the uh the the big flat hand of the hippopotamus. Yardy circles back to Cash and he's he's figured out what's been bothering him since they got into town. Just just the little thing. <clears throat> and he leans in real close and he goes, "Okay, I th- I think I understand. They're all speaking common." But they're all still walking on all fours. They're wearing clothes, but none of them are wearing pants. I have to wear pants? <laughs> Why do I have to wear pants and they don't have to wear pants? I don't understand this. Yardy, they should all keep the pants on. Oh. Uh, we've talked about this again. But they're so constricting. It's so nice to not have pants. Well, maybe just, maybe while we're here, you can get a free pass, okay? Yardy but- takes his pants off. <laughs> Cash, just... Cash has made a mistake. Cash has made a lot of mistakes in the last 24 hours and is just (laughs) apparently keeping it rolling, so. Yardy slings his pants over his shoulder and he shakes the hippopotamus's hand. (laughs) Hello, my my name is Yardy Dribblejaw. It is a pleasure to meet you. Yes, well, it's quite a pleasure to meet you as well, Mr. Dribblejaw. He does a bow. So nice to meet someone who speaks proper. <laughs> <laughs> he bows to the hippo and he, he walks to the back of the crowd. Malcolm looks at, at Dart and the rest of the crew and, and he says, I appreciate you going out of your way to bring adventurers here, D'Artagnan. But um, there's there's really not any any problem. Animals go away all the time. They... You know, they just decide they don't want to live amongst us anymore, or they want to just continue adventuring. I told you there's no need to bring adventurers here to the town. And Dart says, listen, the first couple, yeah, I agree with you. They they probably just went out, but it's, it's five or six at this point that we've lost, and we don't know where they've gone. And Malcolm says, peace, posh, I, I assure you. They've most likely gone out on an adventure. Cash sort of butts in, uh, knowing that this is the situation sort of getting sticky. Oh, dear Mayor, we appreciate you allowing us to come into your town. Please, there's, we're not here to judge or, 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 uh, you know, make you feel like we're coming into your town and trying to cause any havoc. Please, dear Mayor, if you would just show me around, I'll, we'll just, you know look around and be on our way ah yes ah very well we've we've had tall ones here before and uh it's a pleasure to have tall ones here again Derek has not been paying attention to any of this um he's (laughs) he's looking around for a place that looks like it sells food and drink you see uh abby's it's it's just it's the only tavern in town yeah, okay. It, what's it look like? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump your guns. Oh no, you're good. Abby's. It's it's a uh, just a little. It's it's not even really a building. You you see this giant awning. So it's like open air. Yeah, it's it's kind of open air. There's there is a roof over it, but for the most part, it's more like a uh, a stall with a a bar all the way around. Right on. And. You see this this little brown and black Australian shepherd mix running around, stirring a pot of stew with her her mouth. Uh, she's she, 
turning a spit with the biggest bird you've ever seen on it. And Durek is already there. Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what conversation is happening at this moment, but Durek is there plucking coppers on the on the bar, uh, asking for a hunk of bird and uh, whatever the strong stuff is. Abby looks to you. She says, "Okay," and she noses the copper off the bar onto the ground. And as you look around, you see like the ground is covered in coins. <laughs> At the end of the day, she probably picks him up, but she goes over, she looks at the bird as it's spinning on the spit, she watches it, and then you see her jump and bite at a piece of it and just wiggle <laughs> until she gets a big honk, and she comes over to where you are and just drops it on the counter, and then she just brings over a bowl of water. Durek is already like gnawing on the on the hunk of meat that she left for him when she when she brings the bowl of water over. It's really good. It's really well cooked. It's not really seasoned. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I think he's very excited. This is this is a very this is a big deal, man. This is good. He just yeah. he just got a hunk of meat from an animal's mouth. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Is it, and so uh, so he munches on the on the hunk of meat and. Um, knocks his beer back and is back behind these guys before they finish their conversation. It's, I do want to clarify. It's not beer. It's just water. Oh, it's just water. Okay. In that case. Okay. Right on. I got you. I got you. So, okay. Then I'll, let me, let me, let me start over then. Uh, so Durak is, um, (laughs) he, he, he picks up the bowl of water and, uh, and, and knocks it back. And, uh, he's got a big greasy paw around this hunk of meat and he's gnawing on it as he walks up behind these two before the conversation's over. <laughs> Cash is like shaking the meat. And Mayor, just to, to reiterate, just to introduce you, I'm Cash, this is Yardy, and this is... D- Direct, where did you... That is not one of the animals, is it? <laughs> <laughs> the color drains out of Malcolm's face. <laughs> oh my... Um, is that he? And he eyes it a little more. Ah, oh, no, that's a bit of rock that uh, he must be eating. I, I, I see that, you know. Yes, and, um, pulls out a handkerchief from God knows where, <laughs> dabs, dabs his forehead <laughs> with it, puts it back. But he, uh, he guides you guys down into the town, and uh, the the four pups are walking with y'all. I'm guessing that the hippo is walking in front of us, giving us yes. this tour, right? And, and he's he's giving you a boring history about the. <laughs> he's giving you a boring history about the town. Just you know, oh, it was founded by blah 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 blah. And blah. he's he's got like a monocle and like tuxedo top, right? No, just a monocle. Oh, just a monocle. So no pants, right? He's not wearing he's not wearing clothes. None of these animals are really wearing clothes. All of them seem to have like one clothing item of sorts. Cash but elbows, no clothes. Uh, Cash elbows Yardy and says, "Don't get any ideas. The pants are enough." <laughs> well, Yardy Yardy looks at Cash and and winks, but he leans over to Durak, and his his claws are popping in and out of his fingers just quickly, just in out. Yeah, out. and he leans over to Durak and he goes. Do you ever just want to jump on its butt and just just bite it? Just, <laughs> just bite its butt real hard? Do you, is that just me? But do you want to do that? I feel like you want to do that too. D- Durak goes, Hmm. Well, I do kind of want to fight him. 
<laughs> Yardy, Yardy winks at him too and goes, good enough. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are in the center of town. You see, like I described Abby's, the tavern. Clever Girl's Goods looks like it was... Oh, I want you to imagine someone who doesn't really know how to use their hands that well. And then imagine they built a building. There's there's crooked wood. There's nails still sticking out. Things like that. There's a store that's really more of like a log cabin. And it's just called Scritches. There's uh, the Sunbeam Inn. Like I described, the one with the, all the windows. See the the town hall. It's the only building here that looks like it might have been made by people. And it's pristine. Can Yardy do a perception check to see if any of the animals feel nervous? Or like, if there's, you know, typically in small communities, if people go missing, there's an energy about it. Yeah. Can, can you already do a perception check to see if anything is amiss, if anything's off? Sure. Give me, give me a perception check. Okay. That's uh, just a big old eight. Eight. Nah, nothing, nothing really stands out. You do notice, like, you do see some posters that look like they were probably magically drawn. Besides that, nothing really. Can he grab one of the posters? Absolutely. Just like, oh, this is pretty. He just goes up and grabs a poster. Um, he doesn't look at it? No, I think he, he just grabs it, and he's okay. interested in the magic, and he, he hands it to Cash. Like, See? Look, I found a clue. See? It's a thing. <laughs> just on the other, like, around the town square, you know, are those shops. And then just outside of that, you see, like, some small huts. Uh, you see a few trees with some rather large nests on some of the higher branches. And you get the sense that that's like a, the residential area just outside. Malcolm walks you around and he says, so, you know, um, feel free to look around. Don't worry. There's everything is completely safe. Uh, thank you for visiting away. New. I must get back to uh, some important business, but please do not hesitate to visit me here in my abode. And he gestures to the um, city hall and he goes inside. Yardy, Yardy does give a bow before he leaves and gives him a couple of chuffs. Just <laughs> So Durak looks at all of them and he looks up at the sky. He goes, look guys, I think there's plenty of daylight left. Uh, if y'all want to go uh, poking around, uh, come on, Dart. Where are we going? Dart says, I know, I, I mean, I know the last dog I know went missing. Um, I know where she lives. You want to investigate that? Direct nods. It sounds like a pretty decent idea. I think, so So just to put some context out there, I, I think Yardy knows that Doug... And Durak, or Doug and David, however we're going to do this. What? Uh, Douglas the dog? Douglas the dog. There's too many Dougs in this context. There's two. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm referencing both of them. Yeah. I, I think he already knows that Doug the dog and Durak are not close, but they know each other and they get along. And he's, he's kind of just taken lead from Durak on this. Like, uh, he... 
I think kind of bought the story from the hippo from Malcolm and is just if Durak and Doug have a sense that something's wrong, he's not super convinced because he wants to believe the hippo, but he's going to go along with what Durak is suggesting. So he he's he's just going to follow along for right now. I don't think he's going to try and convince people one way or the other. Do you mean Dart? He's He's been talking to Dart. Dart, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dart leads you guys to uh, the residential area, and he takes you to this. This is a little, little purple hut. It's got no door, and uh, when you look inside, there's just a small wood-burning stove and a little bed and a food bowl that says Zoe. I want to do an investigation check to see if I can tell, you know, did it look like they left in a hurry? Did it look like they left suddenly? Or did it look planned? Go for it. Rolled a nat 20. All right. You look around and this house looks, this little hut looks lived in like Zoe's been here a while. And you remember Dart said that she was the most recent to go missing. The, how long do coals burn in a wood fireplace? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't still be warm two days later, would it? No. Durak might be able to tell that just because of his, like, nature sense. Yeah. But I I think that would be something he would have to pick. I don't think Cash or Yardy would figure that out. I mean, Cash, Cash definitely, or or he rolled in that 20, so, so, Cash, while looking around, you... The whole thing looks like Zoe just left. Like like Zoe, she wasn't scared. She definitely wasn't planning a trip, but it looks like she left and didn't come back. Dart, I guess... I don't know if this is going to sound weird, and I don't mean it to. Do the, do the animals here have jobs or tasks to do during the day i mean is there something she would have been like called away to do there's nothing she would have been called away to do that we didn't know about you know we've all got a a job around here but i mean hers is mostly fishing she goes out fishing with uh fang when i did my investigation check did i see any fishing poles in the house then yes well let me clarify you saw something that you're pretty sure was used for fishing. Dog fishing. Got it. Dog fishing. <laughs> Better than cat fishing. Yeah. Okay. One up, up, and up. Boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, and I, I'll look back at uh, Durak and Yardy. I, and, and Dar, I'm sorry if this is offensive. I don't trust that mare. No, I don't either. Okay, we're all on the same page then. He's he's a hippolitician. Uh... Dart, Dart, like, kind of smiles a little bit, and Doug, the dog, just looks at him. Brother, why? <laughs> Shabe. Cash didn't know if that was a joke or not, and is just trying to not. So he's just making a weird face, like... <laughs> Shit, is that really what they call it here? Fuck. <laughs> Yardy, who still doesn't quite get humor sometimes, just goes, Oh, I thought it was hippo- hippopotamus. I will I will update that. Hippopotamus. Okay. I, I, I could have sworn it was hippopotamus, but I'm wrong. Uh, 
Dart doesn't correct him. I can understand wanting to keep the peace. I fully understand he doesn't want to cause a riot in town. But we take you seriously. There's no way this dog, if she had even been left, you know, to go on some adventure or been called away for something, that she would have just left her fishing pole, gear, whatever this is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said, and I'm, I'm sorry, it's been some time. Is they're disappearing from the edge of town? They're disappearing from their homes? Where exactly are they? You know, is it, is it the middle of the night that they're disappearing? We just, we see them one day and then we don't. No one has seen anybody as they've gone missing. It's, it's not always at night. It's not always at day. Just sometimes animals don't come back. How often people or, or animals come in and out of this town? Not too often. All right. As we, we get maybe a newcomer once a month at at most. So Durak files away that he wants to, um, if nothing else, walk the perimeter of town and look for tracks leading out and uh, looking for a pattern to see if there are those tracks leading out going a particular direction. All right. Uh, give me a survival check. All right. Nat 20. God damn, damn it, you guys. Wow. Yeah. All right. There's a, a few well-trodden paths, um, some out into the woods, some just, you know, going to around the town, probably for just walkies. But there's one path that doesn't lead to the woods. It leads out to a hill and it, it looks a good ways away, but you can see, you know, you can see it in the distance darts with you as, as you're looking that. And he says, that's, that's Memoriam Valley. Um, that's where we go to remember our family. Seems like there's been uh, quite a few trails cut out that way. Uh, is this uh, special to the whole town? Yeah. We all have family that we, we try to remember. You know, we can't always bring a body, so we mostly, for the, for the most part, bury an item. And we go and visit as we see fit. I know what you're thinking, though. That's that's the first place I check too. I I don't know. So there are no obvious. There's no obvious signs of 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 tracks leading out. Out of Zoe's hut. Out of town, like you know, if there are several oh. folks leaving, shouldn't they all probably be going in a similar direction? Oh, there's, I mean, as far as fresh tracks go, I I would say you definitely do see some that go to Memoriam Valley. On that Nat 20, is there any way Durak could follow her tracks from her hut to where, to where she goes? <sighs> Specifically her tracks. Roll me one more time. We're not looking for another Nat 20. We're just looking for another success. I, uh, I got a 19 plus 6 is 25. All right. Yes. You, you managed to bring 
all sorts of fucking skill to this. You you can look at the tracks. It rained a couple days ago. The the tracks are in a little more solidified mud, kinda. And from the start, you get her scent from her house and you when you lose track of the footprints that way you manage to get a little bit of her scent in the ground until you can catch up with the prints again and it does look like it leads to memoriam valley uh guys while i'm hot on this trail i think maybe we ought to follow it and i want to follow it as far as you'll let me fungin master yeah yardy's yardy's following along on all fours trying to blend in Cash just keeps going like this because Yardy's tail is up and he has his pants on. Yeah. Like, Yardy, please. This I'm is definitely serious. Flicking, I'm flicking Cash in the nose with my, my tail. Just- uh, there's <laughs> there's a uh, there's one cat that sees Yardy and says, could I interest you in this? It's like a jewel with a chain. Uh, and he shows it off himself. He's wearing it on his tail and it covers his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yardy sees it and rolls over onto his back and bats at it a couple of times. All right, he does not. He, he walks away. <laughs> he doesn't put up with that shit. Um, that's that's gross, Yardy. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I would say Miles, Stella, and uh, Doug all go into town to uh, to keep track of Siggy, who you've you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> um and dart is coming with you on this mission to memoriam valley it takes you about i'd say an hour to get all the way out there but you you finally do and it's a large valley with various objects sticking out of the ground the fence posts stones whatever, and small mounds underneath them. At the entrance to this is a small hut. There's a blind human with a... There, he's He's got a, uh, a cloth over his eyes tied around his head. He's got poorly kept auburn hair and a long beard, and he's sitting in this hut or sitting right in front of this hut with a large walking stick. And he takes a deep breath and he says, Who are you bringing with you, Dart? And Dart says, Some friends. How are you doing, James? And James uh, says, Well, as far as I see it, uh, doing a lot better than I deserve. And Dart just kind of nods and continues walking past him. We're, we're walking with him, right? Yeah, just, like, what do you guys want to do? He's just walking. Oh, I'm with Dart. I'm not worried Valley. about this James guy. You are now in Memoriam Valley, and Dart looks to you. He says, I, "All right, Direct, you're you're the one leading this and part of the investigation. What what you got next?" So Direct's gonna kind of do a little bit of figuring based on the direction that he's been traveling this whole time, and and to just sort of extend that ray out in in a particular direction following the um, sort of trend of that line, right? And um, there's enough daylight, it looks like, um, for them to chase it down a little bit longer. And he says, let's just go on this way a little bit longer and see what we can find. And just keeps going, doesn't wait for an answer. 
Because if they don't want to come, that's cool. He 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 he's kind of like a like a like a dog on a trail right now. You're so you're going past Memoriam Valley. Well, I mean, it, it seems like if we extend the line of the, have I lost the trail? It seems like I would have in the valley, right? Yeah, the the valley is where the trail kind of right. Um, well, give me another survival check. Okay, you could you could be keeping up with it. Okay, uh, sixteen. 16 you keep up with it um uh, pretty well like you i i would say when it gets to memoriam valley that's when you lose the trail there's kind of a a stone walkway into the valley itself i got you so then in that case cut what i said earlier and uh <laughs> Durak sort of looks around and he realizes that he's led them all into a dead end and uh he goes uh well that's about as far as I go guys it's uh <laughs> hope one of y'all got a better idea are there any trees or plants at the entrance <laughs> there is grass and there uh, are some flowers uh, on a few graves. Dart, can you qu- quickly describe Zoe? Any identifying features? Coloring? Would she wear a collar? Would she wear something that would identify her? She's she's a, uh, a blonde and white Australian shepherd mix. Um, she's got a curly tail. She... Has a slight limp. Yardy Yardy pipes up real quick and goes, What's Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Australia exists in Faerun. Um, (laughs) It's a a plane of existence where everything wants to kill you. Um, These... these, Oh, she she must be very tough then. She's she is very tough. She's a she's a tough cookie. It's the plane down under. Okay. Uh, the plane down under. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you, Dart. And I'm going to try and I feel like I'm starting to get in the groove of this speak to plants thing. So I'm gonna find uh, a flower on a grave that's sort of close to the path. You know, uh, hoping she would have walked by, and sort of wave in front of it. Hello. Yes, it is. I am now speaking to you. Hello. How are you? Water. <laughs> Water. Oh, uh, hmm. And I open up my, I'm sure I have a. Yeah, canteen. Canteen. I was like, someone will know the word for that. It's, <laughs> um, it's like, it's just a flower that's been plucked from the ground on this grave. Um, Damn. Oh, no. That's dark. So, oh man! I'm just gonna still pour just like little, just a few droplets in, like on you can't, on its stem. You can't put too much in; it gets sick. Yeah, just on its <laughs> on the bottom where it's been hacked off, and then like a little bit on its flower, just to try and cover all my bases. <gasps> oh God! I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't do this to you. It, oh God! Everything is pain. <laughs> I just oh. in your in your last moments, please. I just need some assistance. My last moments? You're not gonna take me. You're not gonna replant me somewhere. Okay. Uh, and I. 
gosh. Am I gonna die here and you're just prolonging my death? No, 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 it's gonna be, it's gonna, shh, it's okay, it's gonna be okay, oh god. <laughs> and, and Cash knows that, like, his first instinct is to just start, like, digging, but understanding this is a grave, it's not yeah. appropriate, and sort of just leans over to one side of the grave and just kind of sticks his finger in the ground and just tries to make a small hole and puts this flower in it and is just holding it up in this in this patch of dirt. Okay, okay, shh, shh, shh. See, see, you're totally fine. You're gonna make a full recovery. I just need your help for like two seconds. Uh, okay. Okay, have you seen a dog, and I describe, I'm going to describe Zoe Yeah. to the flower. Have you seen a dog matching this description come by maybe in the last day or so? Give me, is nature still skill? Yes. Give me a nature skill. Just, just straight, straight nature. <laughs> Can I have advantage for my ring? <laughs> sure. Great. Let's see. That was, let's see what I. Oh, thank God. Uh, 12. Okay. It does the plant equivalent of taking a deep breath. Uh, and it says, well, I wasn't plucked too far from here. I, I actually used to live in this graveyard. Um, and you still will. You will, pal. I will. I will. I will. I, will. I am a survivor. Um... And it it says, yeah, that that one um, would come quite often to visit to visit a a memoriam. Um, I, I'd see her a lot. I always thought she was real pretty. Um, Could you? I mean, asking you to point seems silly. Could you tell me which direction she would go in? She tells you as best she can. Like she she. Just gives kind of a general direction, like perfect. Just, just behind me somewhere. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't see it from my new spot, which I still like. Thank you. Do you want me to rotate you? Um. Yes. Okay. Here we go. And I just start twisting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I'm good. I'm gonna be sick. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> We're all fine. We're all fine. Okay. Who are you? <laughs> Who sent you? Was it the Spinelli brothers? <laughs> I told him I'd pay him. Give me, give me the answer I want. <laughs> <laughs> and Cash is just holding this plant up by its leaves. And singing, yeah. the sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, God, no, not the worst. <laughs> like, that's the worst one. And it's just like, no, it's torture. The plant back and forth because um, the plant is not doing so, so hot now that it's been <laughs> <laughs> plucked it, uh, and replanted and then twisted. It, it, uh, it, it's, it screams the location. <laughs> Like, just just in agony. It says, please, just stop. I'll tell you what you want to know. Okay, okay. Just tell me. And he he, he tells you. It, it tells you the uh, the location, like, 
like six graves that way and four that way, you know, uh, and, and you get a pretty good idea of where it is. Perfect. And now you can go back to, do you want me to put you back on the grave? It seems just leave. Okay. And I just like drop, I just drop it. Just <laughs> the, the stem bends and it falls over. Ah, you monster. I'm like, I'm like hitting myself in the head, like trying to stop, speak with plants. Like, okay, stop, stop. I, I really, I, can we please make it canon that when Cash is doing this, that like, no one can hear what the plant is saying, but everyone else around <laughs> Cash can hear what he's saying. Oh yeah, that's how I figured it was. So like yeah. that whole subtle come out. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. So, Cash drops the plant. It snaps. Um, I jump up and I'm like, guys! Hey! I know where to go! Come on! So we go. Or Durag goes. Dart kind of leads the charge over uh, after after y'all, after Cash tells him, you know, where everything is or, or where the grave is that the flower pointed out you guys get there and something does seem off here on the stone is here lies Susie Zoe's owner seeing this grave whereas the others the mounds are overgrown or you know solidified this one has been recently dug up. It's now let me let me clarify. These aren't these aren't I'm calling them graves, but they're more of just like places where an item has been buried. Um that's that's what Dart has said. Yeah. Um so I just Kate was making a face and I was like, no no no, don't worry. <laughs> Can can you already do an investigation of the the one that's been recently dug? Yes. Too many dugs. Too many dugs. Now there's too many dugs. <laughs> too many dugs. Too many dugs. I will quit. Too many I will quit. <laughs> Kate hates. As that God so is my much. witness, I will quit. Uh, it's an eighteen. All right. Uh, uh, what what are you looking for in particular? I mean, if the, the newly dug hole could have, could hold a dog, or if there's something weird about it, if it's different from the other burial sites. Doug was laughing too hard. I need to know what was so funny. You asked him what he was looking for, and all I could think of in my head was, not another Doug. <laughs> <laughs> um. The hole looks like it was made for something small, like it was made for some sort of item. As you're looking for it, are you like digging it up again? I think Yardy, yeah, I think Yardy would at least try. I, I don't know if Doug would tr- yeah. or Dart would try and stop him, but Yardy definitely, if he sees something weird, he's he's down trying to claw at it. Dart uh, also seems to think it's weird, and and he's helping. And y'all dig and you keep digging and Dart says, 
There should have been something by now. We don't dig these holes that deep. It's just items. There, there should have been something here. And he smells around and he says, someone else has been here. This, this smells weird. Where'd it come from and where'd it go? He points his nose up and, and back in the hole a few times. He says, it smells, smells like, hang on, I need to look. Up I dog? wrote down what it smelled like. Piece of shit. <laughs> I, will eat, I, will eat, I will eat your fucking family. <laughs> We've gotten so angry in the past, like, two minutes. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Um, he, he smells, and he says, it smells like old books and and sage and Durak when you hear that like you can smell that immediately you smell that exact smell and one person comes to mind and it's moth Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. This episode edited by Nolan Lacey. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod and TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.